a hot broke bitch, high heels, six inch in the back of the nightclub, sipping champagne. I don't trust any of these bitches I'm with in the back of the taxi, sniffing cocaine. Welcome back. We are in a new location this week and forever. Um, well, I don't know if we're in a new location for a while. Um, we are in Gabby and Fran's new apartment because they are domestic lesbians now. And they've moved in together. And we have a new cast member. Yes. This is Marvel's Fran's pup. So cute. She is so precious and she's been so cuddly. And I already took 7 million photos with her. Um, as you should as I should and she sat so perfectly for all of them too yeah um but yeah we join you from here Merry Christmas I guess it's been a minute um it's been <laughs> a while Christmas. it's still November it is November but, but who knows when we, this will go up we had a crazy fucking October you yeah. had a really crazy October with the move oh and like God. you worked two jobs and a lot was going on yeah I don't know. Some other shit was happening. I don't even know. Like, it's just like a busy month. Um, but we're back and we are settled and we got some shit to say. Yeah, so, we do. Gabby, <laughs> tell us what you learned this um, month. Okay. You know, I had all week to think about this. You know, and I <laughs> did not. <laughs> I was thinking about this on the streetcar over. I was like, what did I learn? And oh I, I, it was so stressful. I just like started playing solitaire on my phone. <laughs> I was like, I can't think of it. It'll just come to me in the moment. Oh, I have something. I have one too, actually. Okay, cool. You go. Uh, I I'm gonna do like a roundup of like recent weeks, mm-hmm, just because we mm-hmm. haven't done a podcast in a while. Yes, yes. I learned I'm actually good at my job, um, and I know what I'm doing. Like, and I don't mm-hmm. need to feel like an imposter. Like, I have so many times. Like, I I genuinely know how to do the job, mm-hmm. and I know I can do it well. And even if I make mistakes, like it's not the end of the world because mm-hmm. you can fix them. So. Totally. Yeah, that was a good, like, revelation to have, and it really eased a lot of my anxiety about, like, work and all that stuff, so. Yeah. You are really good at your job, and we were saying this at dinner the night before, like, a couple nights ago, but truly, like, everybody you work with hires you back for shit, Mm -hmm. and they want to work with, like, you specifically again, so they can eat shit if they don't appreciate your skills and talents. (laughs) No, they really can. They really can. (laughs) I agree. Staffs to that. Yeah um okay mine is i for a long time i thought you know i've been like on this whatever fucking healing journey or like whatever else and i really thought like okay like slowing down or going slow is like healthier it's like more mature it's whatever else yeah i've just been on this journey where i was like i thought a lot of like what was i was supposed to work towards was like slowing down taking it easy like not running around so much and i do agree that there's like an element of like you shouldn't be running away from your problems by like filling up your time with like a million different things Mm -hmm. but i don't think i really am i think i just am a person who likes to go fast in life and in like my routine and everything i also think with adhd i need constant stimulation all the time makes sense so i really kind of like relinquish this idea of like because sometimes I i felt so guilty if i was like really packing my week and being like well i didn't take enough like me time this week or whatever but like to me me time is the shit that I do when I'm running around the city doing a billion different things and like seeing people or like running errands or whatever else. Like I prefer to be a person who is moving all the time because I just need it. Like I need that. And so I've, I've, I think that that is like, I've felt this good balance of being like, you know, I find comfort in the chaos and that's for me. And that's what I learned. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's really good. Thank you. And as long as you're not like burning out, yeah. I don't see any issue with that. I agree. I really do like cancel things if I think it's too much or it's yeah. like I'm too tired and I can't do it. Like I will cancel things now, which is better than before. Yeah. But um no. and which like before I would still stick to it even if I was like tired or burnt out, whatever else. Now I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll cancel if I need to, but also I don't want to and I don't need to a lot of the time and it's like fine to just have that be my method yeah um yeah okay but fuck these bitches on love is blind I got some shit to say oh my god please I got some shit to say I couldn't even finish the season oh your notes are on your phone that's okay I've got my laptop oh yeah yeah that's true okay let me just pull them up okay so a little context so love is oh perfect okay love is blind this most recent season we've both watched two the last two seasons right uh yeah i've seen the last two season two seasons i've seen season one and two i've seen brazil oh yeah i haven't seen and i've seen i think that's it i saw a little bit of japan or oh yeah i didn't watch japan Japan? yeah Yeah, because you told me to watch japan yeah yeah, yeah. i watched a little bit of japan i didn't finish it all the way though okay um but yeah. I did watch the train wreck that was a season. And honestly, what happened was I was, I think I started watching it because I had a lot of chores to do like around the house one day. <laughs> and so I almost put it on like a podcast. I just yeah. had it like playing on in my Air- AirPods while I was like cleaning shit. Yeah. But then I got invested by like the fourth episode and I was like, fuck, okay, I'm going to like actually watch it now and like finish the rest of it. And I watched it at a point when all the episodes had come out, except for the last one. So I could like really get through all of them at once, right. which was yeah. like so convenient. I should do that for all of them, honestly. <laughs> But at first, I thought it was such a mundane season. Yeah. I was like, this is boring. I don't like any of the people here. I don't like any of the matches. And it was the season of poor matches. Like, mm-hmm. I think this one had the worst matches so of bad. all of them. Yeah. Um, but then I was hooked because they were the worst, worst matches, honestly. They did <laughs> like, it was like a car crash. Though. Yeah. Okay. Also, sorry. Before we get to... Oh, who the fuck are Nick and Vanessa Lachey? Do you know what I mean? Where do no. these people come from? Gen- yeah, genuinely, like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, who are they? And they They act like they're whole- love experts. They do. I don't, you know what? I'm going to Google, while well, you maybe talk about, I'm going to figure out who the fuck these people are. And, like, they talk about, like, their love story and how they're not each other's, like, first marriage or whatever. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Okay, can you tell us, like, anything about yourself? Because <laughs> I literally don't know who the fuck you guys are. Yeah. I think Nick Lachey was on some TV show in the 90s that was really popular. Um, and I don't know what Vanessa Lachey did or I whatever. I she just, like, met him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not yeah. to... Okay, the longtime couple first met on the set of MTV's Total Request Live, whatever okay. the fuck that is. Um, Vanessa was a host on the show, while Nick regularly made appearances with his band 98 Degrees. I've heard of 98 Degrees, actually. I have <gasps> At the time, Nick was still married to his first wife, Jessica Simpson, no fucking separated way. separated from in 2005. Oh, okay. They became like slightly more relevant, but not even because they're relevant because Jessica Simpson is relevant. Nick and That's Vanessa true. started dating in 2006. Um, and then the MTV VJ, which is a term that we need to get rid of. <laughs> VJ. <laughs> VJ, like a video DJ or whatever the fuck. Please. MTV VJ. So Vanessa announced she was leaving TRL in 2007, shortly after moving in with Lachey. Oh, they split briefly. Yeah, they then... talked about that at the end of season two, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then they got married in 2011 and have three children. 
Uh, while raising the family, the couple have used some unorthodox conflict resolution techniques to help them communicate better. Like what? <laughs> That's my question. Okay. As Vanessa told people in February 2020, I don't let it fester. He doesn't let it fester. We speak our minds. Sometimes you have to walk away. Okay. So like, so how is that <laughs> unconventional? That's what you're supposed to do. So weird. Oh, sometimes they play rock, paper, scissors to delegate daily household tasks. Like, okay. That sounds stressful to me. I hate rock, paper, scissors. That is a little stressful. That is a little stressful. Yeah. But also, like, what is so unorthodox about playing rock, paper, scissors? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, like, people have, like, that is not that yeah, outside the like, box. Oh, I'm just going to, like, do the dishwasher or whatever. <laughs> just start doing it. Straight couples are so weird. Yeah. Why do you have to jump through all these hoops? I bet it's because he refuses to do shit. So she's like, let's make totally. it a game. Oh, my God. They also competed against each other on season 25 of Dancing with the Stars. Oh. Also, wow. Dancing with the Stars has 25 seasons. Let it go. Oh, it's got 30. Yeah. You can't Let say that when Fran's here. Die. She and her mom like she watch it every like week. It? Yeah, okay, yeah. It's actually I fun. I think it's fun. Each, I, I watched it last week. And I, I used to like, watch a lot of it when yeah. I was younger, but I feel like 30 seasons is like a, a lot, lot of, seasons, of seasons, but whatever. Yeah. I guess it just cycles. Okay, so I guess that's who they are. Still, I'm like, they yeah. need a whole TV show. And they also run that other TV show that's The honestly, Ultimatum. That is so fucked. Can I just say... <laughs> Netflix and also specifically Vanessa and Nick Cliche, but also like Netflix, went and found the file folder of fucking psychological experiments that the ethics board would not approve of. Yeah. And they said, let's just make them into a TV show where people are like yeah. contractually signing off that they're like okay with this. So we could run these <laughs> guinea pig experiments that leave people traumatized. Up, bro. Like, yeah. Sorry, I'm never going to defend a man, but Cole was, like, having a mental breakdown on the... the the, I did not get to that part. He was, like, they were, like, oh, do any of you regret it? And Cole was the only one to be, like, I regret it. Like, I regret going on the show. It's, like, fucked up my life. Like, all this shit. And he started crying. And I was, like, you know what? At least he's being honest. Like, I completely understand. I totally get it. Like... Yeah. I have thoughts about Cole. Please All of my notes are just, like, me just, like word vomiting while mm-hmm. i was watching mm-hmm. and it was like why do half of these men have a breeding kink <laughs> literally i swear to god all of them were like i want to have like it's true. 10 kids it's and i was true. like hello yeah who's huh. taking care of those kids by the way huh yeah, like not you not you not you and they're all like i just want a little ma- mini me running around i'm like okay so this isn't about you wanting a child this is about you having some ego thing and needing to have like, like another puppy. version of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Even the current version of yourself is like one too many for this world. Yeah. Let alone yeah. a carbon copy. God. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And okay, something that gets me maybe controversial if mm-hmm. we have any religious listeners, but when the women are like, he's a man of God. <laughs> and that's yeah. like their defining reason yeah. why they want to be with them. Yes. And they don't talk about any other qualities mm-hmm. that this person has. They don't talk about anything, like, good about them mm-hmm. or anything about what makes them compatible mm-hmm. aside from them being a person who believes in God and yes. prays regularly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that does not make – you can be a bad person while being religious, and you can also be a great person mm-hmm. and be religious. And it was and – yeah, go ahead. I just don't think they were looking past that. They're just settling for mm-hmm. these, like, religious dudes – 
we're probably mega supporters and i just that's my whole, yeah my whole thought while watching like cole and matt and whatever i was like trump, matt trump matt sorry matt, marvel sorry. <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i cannot have these reactions around sorry <laughs> fucking matt though matt? i look at him and i'm like trump has trump's crazy eyes oh my god has crazy eyes when matt was like sorry not to digress but like really quickly when matt no, was like do. she's at the club at 2 a.m Bitch, get there. The club starts. Oh, oh, can I? Is yeah, good? yeah. So I'm not gonna fucking, continue watching. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> I so they when they get back to the when they move into the condos. Yeah. They all go out for like drinks and whatever like that night, and yeah. then the girls or like some of them go to a nightclub after and they invited him they invited everybody and he was like no i'm just gonna go back to the room whatever like back to our place and then she's like okay well i'm gonna go and uh i'll see you back like in a bit or whatever she says and then it's like 2 a.m and he's like he calls uh what's his name batiste 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 and he's like fucking um colleen isn't back yet like she fucking she's at the club like i don't want her it's like a wednesday night like what is my future wife gonna be like out shaking her ass at the club at 2 a.m it's like you're on a TV show, so the Wednesday night doesn't matter because you're on a fucking TV show. Time is not like you're here to like party for a month and a half or like yeah. whatever. Else. I don't even care that you're back to the condos in real life. Like, are you really back to real life? If the know. cameras are still rolling. No. Yeah. All of you are out. She's out with like other friends, and it's like two a.m. is when the club starts popping mm. off. Like, you don't even like she'll she'll be home at four. Thank you very much. Like, <laughs> she's in her twenties. Let her be in her fucking twenties. Let her go. Like shake her ass have fun she literally told you she's going like it's not yeah, like she and she invited you she invited you too just because you're boring doesn't mean that like she doesn't have to go <laughs> yes and it was so anyways that was like th- that gave me off those vibes yeah. of like why is this man crazy yeah. and with the religious thing i think alexa and what's his oh, name brennan brennan yeah they were like a testament to like being able to like be from different religious backgrounds and like oh, were they? New York. Yeah. So Alexa's Jewish and Brennan is like I guess like just Christian or like I actually don't know if he's like super religious, but he's like Christian like in the way that like a white American is Christian. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like all disclaimers, you know what I mean? It's just like typically like yes. it's Christianity is like the default for them. Yeah. Mm, so they like he learned how to do like a bunch of the like jewish wedding rituals and so nice. um, yeah and one of the episodes he sits down with like alexa's dad and grandfather or like uncle or whatever and they talk to him about like different traditions and like rituals and like whatever else yeah wow um, so that was like the nice one but i totally agree anyone who's like he's a god-fearing man i'm like <laughs> i don't want my man to be afraid of no one like i know except me maybe <laughs> no, like, <laughs> not actually not genuine fear yeah you know, just, but kind of I don't actually have that many notes so because I know you have Go. so much to say. No, so I'm okay. just going to rapid fire through yeah, them. Yeah, um, when Cole on seeing Zenab, 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 yeah, Zenab, yeah, um, says she has bigger boobs than I expected. That was a nice surprise. Fucking disgusting. And Bartiz so had like a similar reaction. And I was like, what is with these men talking about mm-hmm. their fiance's mm-hmm. boobs on television? Mm-hmm. Also, the first time that you met the person. That's you like know the I mean? first like, thing you're going to comment on. Yeah. I just wrote jail um <laughs> truly i also wrote this is so embarrassing for andrew i hope nancy watches that back and it's like god bless and i was talking about when he pulled out the eye drops mm-hmm. i know that was all over mm-hmm. tiktok mm-hmm. but genuinely i am there i cannot believe i'm there he chose to do that himself that was fucked that's 
so funny. So and the, pro- the producer in the background being like, "Yeah, if you need to use the eye drops, like use the eye dro- like why are you asking for permission?" I know. <laughs> Can I just uh, put these eye drops in real quick and then poured them into his like and then they're like waterfall oh god it was so embarrassing also sorry can we just i honestly am good to like go through your notes and then add on because like these are all my notes too but i just have a little mine are gonna end soon okay because i don't get that far into the season oh that's true but the one thing about andrew is he was talking about his whole like sex life and like what and it was like transcendental or whatever the fuck he said and he was talking about or not orgasm or orgasming without like coming or i don't know what the fuck he was saying but he was saying yeah. some like new age bullshit and i was like okay on live television and like why was nancy eating that shit up? she was she was like oh his voice is so sexy uh, uh, and i was like no his voice is giving me the ick uh, like capital i c k it's because he was trying to be like a really like worldly man he was like i, I could i could show you places you ain't never been before you know what i mean one two three <laughs> swag whatever the fuck that however that song goes boyfriend if i was, was your boyfriend. boyfriend that was like him she's <laughs> yeah. like i'll make you fucking chocolate fondue like whatever the I fuck know. you i was like okay i know um but then my next point was also but why did she like bartiz i genuinely don't understand like maybe they just didn't show us these deep connections these, yeah. these people were having but i genuinely don't understand how any of them mm-hmm. fell mm-hmm. for each other i completely agree it was i was like what also, the fact that Bartise is 25 years old. I know. Also, sorry. This show, you should be minimum 28, in my yeah. opinion. Why are you trying to get married at 25? Why are you trying to be a child bride? <laughs> Seriously. I know. We, in the year of our fucking Colleen? Lord, 2022, like, I don't know, 27 or something. Can you actually look oh, it up? Okay. Yeah. Um, in the year of our Lord, 2022, you're telling me that you want to get married at, like, 25? What life have you lived we literally spent so long in the last episode being like, our brains like just developed. It. <gasps> She's 26, which means she was probably 24 yeah. and a half when she did Love is Blind. That's, mm, my God. You know, and it kills me because she like also like goes on the show and is like, I really want to like settle down. Like, I re- like all these people want to settle down. You want to settle like, down? Settle down. Like married settle down at like 24. Like you can totally just have a boyfriend and move in with him. Like, I know. why do you need, why to, do you need be to be married? married? I don't understand. Yeah. People do not seriously, like, take marriage seriously enough. No, it's a huge thing. It is also, not to be such a fucking earth sign, financially, it is such a thing that you are signing on. No, you're, you're financially tying yourself your to assets. this. Yeah. And if you ever get divorced, you have to unmerge those yeah. assets and a divorce itself i have divorced parents like it is expensive yeah. to get a lawyer, a lawyer to get all of your shit figured out and settled to divide all your assets like a lot of people don't even get divorced for years and years and years because they have to save up to, to get divorced uh, yeah crazy so they'll be separated for years and years wow. and years and i'm like bitches are crazy yeah fuck <laughs> my next note is What's with these men looking for mothers, not partners? So true. <laughs> so true. Like that was, I put so in brackets, Bartiz. Yeah. Literally, he was like, oh, she just reminds me of home and my family. And I'm like. he's a child. You're, yeah. He's a child. Yeah. God. Um, and then I wrote, actually, I didn't write the next thing down that I, I keep thinking of, but I, I didn't write it down. But when, 
my god what's her name raven mm. was talking to was it bartice it was bartice and she was fucking like doing jumping jacks i was like what the fuck am i watching right now and then he's like were you working out and she was like, you could hear that girl <laughs> so embarrassing so, so embarrassing. embarrassing i do not like her I don't like SK so either, strange, but I yeah. don't like her. Like, it's the weird vibes. Weird vibes. Weird vibes. You know what I will comment on quickly about SK is he's so agreeable. Mm-hmm. It makes you not like him because yeah. you can tell that there's a lot that he is glossing over, compromising on that. Like, do you really want to compromise on that? And then it like you don't get any shred of his real opinion or feelings yeah. until the actual wedding where he's like, we can't be together. I think you and I both Did he know. say no? Yeah. He oh. says no. He like goes to rate. He's like, you and I both know that like, this is just like not the right timing for this right now. But and they're still together. But are you but on, didn't get married. are you on SK TikTok? No. Cheating TikTok? Oh, there are so many allegations Wait. against him for cheating. Like he has no. like an ex-girlfriend <gasps> who apparently he was like, uh, literally trying to get back with after love is blind but then she like went into his phone and was like oh you have a fiance <gasps> um and then oh he was like no i don't blah, blah, blah. He was like i just went on to the show for like promo or like not promo but like um like fame clout yeah oh, fame yeah. for fame and then there were some other allegations against him of other women who came forward and said oh. that they cheated. He cheated on them. I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I don't need a lot to believe that. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take their word for it. Like, fuck, you don't need to tell me twice. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, he kind of like. I mean, a lot of them, but I think it was most pronounced with Matt and Colleen and Raven and SK were really just trying to like constantly i mean maybe not matt and colleen because they actually did fight a little bit but especially with raven and sk it was so mellow and like they were so like non-conflict what I they should like have they been had an like, agreement like mm, this is for fame we are doing this to promote like our careers yeah, or whatever yeah. and we don't like because they don't seem in love yeah it's true not a l- single bit it's true. Like when they saw each other yeah. and they were just like, mm-hmm. what was that? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, run maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that is like really, that's how I would feel if I went on the show. I feel like whoever no, I saw on the other side, I'd be like, yeah, I get like, sure. <laughs> you know, not even in terms of like looks, but like there is something about attraction that is like linked to someone's personality also that yeah. is like something that they're they build on each other like the more times you see somebody the more you like recognize these different physical attributes about them but it's the same time that you're discovering this like emotional connection so they feed into each other and the way that they like try to separate them on the show to like make this commentary about looks is actually like your perception of someone's looks is like directly related also to like how you feel about them great point you know and yeah. so you can't it's not really like love actually i would argue is blind but after you get past like a very reasonable threshold of compatibility mm-hmm. yeah and then nobody fucking cares but that's why couples stay together for years and years and years and years and you don't think they like 
change how they look in those years like you don't yeah. think people like gain and lose weight change hairstyles like have different yeah. like tattoos and piercings like what like people look so different over the years yeah. and clearly that means that like attraction is not based on like solely looks but it's yeah. like it's a it's like a thing that develops together it's like not you can't unlock it the way that they're trying to unlock it i agree um my last thing on my list was just i can tell colleen has an anxious attachment style and i'm scared for her totally um and i i honestly like i stopped watching pretty much when they got to the next stage Mm. um so when they were on like vacation together Mm -hmm. so i don't know now you'll have to take over because i don't know what happens so the vacation like after the honeymoon yeah like they finished the honeymoons that's what you watched no i i stopped like halfway through the honeymoon okay so honeymoons was like um oh so interesting thing about the honeymoons actually i forget who it was i mean all of them kind of say this or some of them say this to an extent across all seasons or like at some point but um some of them when they first get on the honeymoons they're kind of like oh wow like i have to remember that like this physical person in this room is the same person i was talking to because you weren't talking to a person yeah and so to make the connection mentally and be like this is the person kind of is a little bit of a hurdle at first on the honeymoons and so for a few days i think i don't know if it was like nancy and bartice i think it was nancy and bartice where they were trying to be like (laughs) gus is using the litter box marble yeah so a lot of them are like trying to be like oh i gotta remember that like this is the person who (laughs) like i liked and i like fell in love with or like whatever else and sex is always like one of the main things that they talk about on the honeymoon episodes because the idea is that like whatever like that's the first time you're trying to fuck and um sk and raven didn't because i think raven was like oh i wait for marriage or whatever the fuck else but they did something i don't know i know i was so surprised by that too i like she seems like such a and her whole brand is like i'm such a like a modern woman i'm like independent like yeah i have my own money i run my own shit which like i guess the archetype of that i assume is also just like someone who is like a little less intense about like sex before marriage but i don't know so that was interesting and then colleen and matt i honestly don't remember uh bartice and nancy (gasps) okay i don't know if you watch this but bartice after they all first meet each other bartice is talking about how raven would have typically been his type and like he goes for like oh he says this is so hilarious he goes like you know in a room typically like me and Nancy are the kind of people who like everybody wants to talk to everybody want- no na- not Nancy Raven it's like yeah. me and Raven are the kind of people who like everybody wants to like talk to or like approach or whatever else you know and she's hot like obviously she's hot and then he goes like and Nancy is like okay you know like he's really going for it like he's really leaning in and he's like would you have preferred like I wouldn't have told you or something like that and she's like no like thanks for I guess being honest or like telling the truth listen there is honesty and then there's like whatever the fuck that was yeah you don't fucking say that so casually cruel in the name of being honest oh yeah fucking thank you taylor for that line (laughs) tune in for our next podcast episode truly all about gaylor literally and casually cruel is such a good way to say it too it's like so like what you don't want to be me to be honest about the fact that i think raven's like the hottest fucking person alive and it's like okay well um (laughs) like think that or like feel that but you don't need to like go in the way that you're going in and telling your literal like new fiance about this shit yes also bartiz thinks so highly of himself he's not 
He's not hot. She's I mean, I know hot. I'm not the. Like, no, we have we looking for. But come on. But I can objectively look at a man and be like, that's an exactly man. He is not. He's not, and he makes it worse because of his personality. Yeah. Okay, so whatever honeymoon things like I can't think of anything major beyond that, and then there's this whole blow up with like, okay, they really try to hammer this in, and they really try to make it more of a plot point than it is, but. Um, between Matt, Colleen, Zeneb, and Cole, where Cole and Colleen are in the pool at the honeymoon, whatever, or some other time, or I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I think it was on their honeymoon. And then Colleen and Cole have a moment where they're like, oh, yeah, if you were in a bar, like, I would have approached you, blah, 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 which, like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But then colleen i think tells matt that they had this conversation or something and matt like blows up and is like that's disrespectful like you're an engaged woman woman like why are you going around like saying this shit to these guys whatever it's like crazy and he's like i'm done it's over like he's about to like pack his fucking bag i'm like you wish like yeah seriously and um then colleen's like crying she's like matt like what can i do like i'm sorry i mean i'm like girl let him go like ew (laughs) Like, ick, 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 Like, let him go. Ew. Seriously. Like, you're on the show now. Like, let him, like, that's, you made it to the honeymoon round. You're on TV. Like, let the man yeah. run away. But I guess she actually wanted to, like, I don't know, marry somebody. I don't fucking know. Um, and then, I guess somehow, I forget how, I guess, like, Matt or Colleen or whoever talked to Zainab about it. And then Zainab confronts Cole. But it becomes this, like, four-person conflict where they're like Colleen and Cole really disrespected Zeneb and Matt. And I'm like, I get it. There's like a limit to these things. But it's like they they blew it up for the show. Yeah. 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 Like you're on a show. It was probably like an offhanded comment and the producers were like, okay, now expand on that. Yeah. Keep talking. I wouldn't be surprised if the producers even told them to talk about what they would do. If they yeah. saw each other without knowing each mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not be surprised I completely if agree. That, was, that whole plot point was planted. I completely agree. And I do really think that, like, in this show, I think this also happened in one of the other seasons. Maybe, like, the second one for a minute. Or maybe it was the first one. I don't remember. But, you know, you talk to these people. You have connections with them. The first time you see them in real life, you're going to say some shit. You're going to feel it out. You're going to, mm-hmm. oh, it was the first season with Barnett and Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they blew it up. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying that, like, everybody did maybe the most graceful thing ever, but, like, they really exaggerated it. And I'm like, even with Ayana and, um, oh, yeah. And what was his Jared? name? Jared. Jared and Mallory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It happens because that's the nature of the show. It happens yeah. every season because, like, you guys hit it off and now you're seeing each other and you're like, okay, well, that's, like, a hot fucking person. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't think you're going to have a second of doubt in your brain when the stake is so high at marriage. Not to mention, you've been talking to these people for a week. Oh, literally. Okay, a thank week. you. A week. Like, come on. Literally one week. Like, you don't know this person. So fucked. I don't understand how they're mm-hmm. even getting engaged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you're meeting all the other people that you were also dating totally. in that week that mm-hmm. same week and maybe yesterday you decided on one over the other mm-hmm. and now you're supposed to just be like mm-hmm. i have no feelings for you at all yeah they honestly i don't know if they need to work it into the model of the show or what you need like a two-hour grace period where you can just say whatever the fu- like 
maybe not whatever the fuck but just like you need to be able to also <laughs> they're not gonna do that though because that's not good tv i know imagine good communication on tv I know. no fuck. That'd but be too difficult. you know if you want to make it really like scandalous i'm not maybe this is like i don't know how this would work but you should offer them like a swap like a one coupon swap <laughs> or something that like if you, you really get, like, wanted one to night use it to do whatever you want yeah. with this person yeah or that maybe not maybe not that but like maybe like a you get that would be really good tv but maybe it's like it's like you get like a like a like a now that you've seen each other in real life you go on one date and see if like the vibes are there yeah. and then if they are maybe you like pivot over to that person instead i'm not saying it's not hurtful i'm saying the premise of the show you're already going on the show you yeah. better be prepared to get your heart stomped on in a million different ways yeah your ego bruised your fucking self-esteem down like you're going on a show it's that is happen. fundamentally fucked and then you you're gonna have millions of people watching it judging you exactly so if it's already at a point where you're like incorporating all these kind of fucked components throw in a swap you know what i mean at that point like that's like the least of your worries and i have to say just on inter- now that we're on the model of the show i was gonna talk about this last but it seems relevant now I really need to know what the fuck they talk about beforehand or like what the producers say or like what happens that gets them to their weddings where they feel comfortable enough to invite their whole families. Oh my God. All to this wedding? Just to say no. Oh God. That would be so embarrassing. Like if you are both going into it being like, no, we feel like we're going to say yes. Okay. Then go to the wedding. And then if really on the day of you can't fine, that's like a different thing. But if you know you're going into it saying no, mm-hmm. but I wonder if like the producers make them mm. invite like as many people as they Probably. can. What if it's not even their family though? What if the producers have just filled the audience with like random people? Maybe because I feel like that's a total possibility. Yeah. Like, How would, would you we know? really invite your, like, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins mm-hmm. to say no to someone at the altar? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I doubt it. It's a lot. And these families are, like, also impacted by this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot to see your children, your siblings, whatever, these people you care about. Mm-hmm. If you have, like, a good relationship with them, obviously. Like, it's hard to see them... And, ha- and watch them see you be in this situation that is, like, bad for you. Yeah. Where you get, like, insulted or, like, where you're humiliated. It's, like, a really I know. <laughs> bad situation. Yeah, and, and then you have to go and, like, face them after and, like, what, have family dinner? Yes, exactly. <laughs> God. Nancy's brother is, like, from the get-go, he was, like, not vibing with Bartise. Thank God. Good. And he was, like, constantly saying the whole... He was, like, this guy can't handle my sister. This guy's not good for me. Also, Nancy owns, like, property. She is, like, wow. has a five-year plan. Like, she's Isn't trying to, she like... a speech therapist or something like yeah, that? Pathologist, is, maybe? I yeah, don't know. speech pathologist, I think, yeah. That's crazy. I know. She's, like, a good career. Her. She has, like, investments. She sees where she's wow. going in the next few years. She is so kind and thoughtful. And I, like, listen, I'm and not... why the fuck is she choosing Bartise? This is... The question that plagues me when I think about almost every straight, straight person woman. I know yeah. and the men that they are with. <laughs> I sit there at night, Gabby, staring at the ceiling, and I think, why, God, <laughs> did you do this to them? And then by proxy, <laughs> me. Because <laughs> I have to bear witness. Oh, God, I know. And it is painful. But anyways, yeah. the, the, the structure is fucked. And Nancy's brother was so real because, like, when 
Um, someone needed to be. When, yeah, Bartiste Bart- says no, Nancy's brother squares up with him after. Wow. What are we doing? Come Good. Say- did she say yes or did she say no? She too? says yes. She says yes. Why the fuck did he say no? Was she just not like hot enough for him? I honestly could not tell you. I don't remember why. I think he was. So what happens after a while is Bartiste starts being like they're fighting and shit like that or whatever. Like they're just not getting along. And Bartiste won't like, oh, my God, he's such a dick for this. He like won't touch her. He like won't like at one point she goes, oh, my God, you haven't really been like touched. Can I get a hug? And then he goes, he says, like, you're so needy or whatever the fuck. Like, he says some shit. I know. I know. For those of you who did not see Gabby's mouth, literally went agape when I said that. <laughs> I saw your lips part. And I was, I was like, yeah. God. It was a lot. And she's like, can I just, like, have, like, a hug? Or, like, you didn't give me, like, a kiss today or, like, whatever. And he's like, I'm busy. I'm fucking whatever. I'm like, okay. Okay, piece of shit. Literally. Like. Literally. Okay, Go Nancy, be busy somewhere else. Truly. Nancy and Bertice also have this very heated conversation about abortion. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I want to guess where this goes, Gabby. You already know. Can I guess where this goes? Please, go. So he's against abortion. And she's pro-abortion. And they just have, like, a huge argument about it. And he's all like, no, like, it's just it's killing the baby. In and that voice, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> actually yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. like no but like people should be able to choose mm-hmm. what they do with their bodies mm-hmm. and also a fucking fetus mm-hmm. is not a human being <laughs> yeah well that's basically verbatim it he he basically starts the conversation by being like um or she does or whatever but they're talking about like if their child has like birth defects or like if they have oh, genetic what would they d- yeah what they would do what would they do and nancy says i think very like like uh, it her reasoning makes a lot of sense for like the position that she's in or the experiences that she's had. I have maybe my own opinions on this a little bit and like the complicated parts of it. But like she says, like working as a speech speech pathologist, I know that it takes a big toll on families. It like mm-hmm. really puts a strain on families and relationships when their children have to deal with these like, you know, like these barriers in the world that like you can't change the world overnight. Nothing yeah. is going to become accessible overnight and the way that it's going so far like shit is moving slow so she has a point about being like the way that the world is structured is not well equipped to support someone like to support a child especially who might have like these problems like with like um either developmental issues or like whatever else like they're gonna need more support and the world is currently not well equipped to like give them that yeah like not not well equipped but like but the people in power are just like not they don't care exactly and I think that that is like a truth, like a reality that especially as someone who's in that field and working with these people, you're coming mm-hmm. from a very, honestly, kind of reasonable place. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it, like I, I do think that this conversation can kind of get into like a eugenics piece where it's like, well, people with disabilities still deserve to like live and be in the world. And we actually like should be working harder to make room for them in the world instead of like aborting necessarily like aborting these babies or like whatever else like there are other ways and we should like work more towards an inclusive world and an accessible world than like this kind of like preemptive stuff but you totally get where she's coming from 
And I really do see Nancy as like a wise enough, smart enough person to be able to also like understand the nuances of like where this can get kind of like weird and like eugenics yeah. and like whatever. Like she seems very capable of understanding that and having that conversation. And the way that it's cut to like, you don't know, maybe she did say something like that and they didn't yeah. keep it in. Like there are no, different definitely parts trying of this to conversation. Make conversations the most controversial they exactly. can make them on the TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bartice goes, no, no matter what, like I'm having my child, whatever, which like also completely understand and respect and agree with. But then there's like a part where it gets weird where she's like, okay, well, like what about like if it was like a rape or like what about something else? And then he goes like, okay, yeah, like if you don't choose like or if you're not like going into it knowing the risks like if it's against your will then like yeah totally he's like i'm like you do what you need to do he's like i've even bought plan b before and like whatever else he's like you kind of in those situations like you do what you need to do but then he gets weird about it and he's like but if you go into the situation knowing the risks and like you don't do shit right and you're just being stupid then sorry that's your life decision and then he goes you get one free pass and I'll take my kid for an abortion then. But then after that, that's your decision. You have to, like, that's your mistake. You have to live with it. And I'm like, uh, what is the cap on this? Like, why one? You know, he's like, you get to make one mistake. And that is where it gets weird. I think the conversation what before she that. Say? So, well, she goes, she goes like one. Why one? Like, what, what an arbitrary number to put it. Like, if it's a mistake, the second, third, fourth, fifth time, and you're not equipped to have this baby. Yeah. You should go have an abortion. Like, that is the ethically responsible thing to do. Yeah. So I think it was, like, a weird conversation in that, like, there's this one part that's kind of about, like, disability and, like, that is its own separate thing. And I think in that sense, like, they're both kind of right in that, like, you kind of just need to build a better world and build a more accessible world. But the truth of the matter is that we're not there yet and there's a lot that will, like, a lot of struggles that will come with that. That's its own separate conversation that I think honestly was, like, not well done necessarily, but, like, okay like reasonable but then once they got into this like only one free pass territory i was like okay he also strikes me as the kind of person who's like i'm anti-abortion or maybe only in extreme situations mm-hmm. but then if he knocked a girl up he'd be like get it aborted you know go now go so now you cannot keep this baby it gets worse <laughs> the parents like bartice's parents and his sister meet nancy and he brings up the fact that they had this conversation about abortion. He did not. He did. And because, like, he's like his family's religious, like, he's religious, like, all of that, right? They get so, like, they're like, whoa, Does Nancy. Does he want them to hate her? Basically. Because why would you bring that conversation up unless you were trying to really ramp up attention? Yeah. Not, not attention, ATT, like, A space tension. And it was so awkward, Gabby. I sat there being like, why the fuck would you bring this up right now from your whole family with these cameras on and like make Nancy defend her? So also, you know what she was saying. Yeah. You know what I even know what she was oh saying and I wasn't God. in that room. Like have a little bit more what truly just maturity. I know. And then so they really hold that over her fucking head for a while. They're like, you know, we love Nancy and like but this is like a complicated thing. This is like a complicated situation and like we can't ever imagine like aborting a child. It's like she's not saying she's like what are the odds first of all she's not saying anything yeah that wild probably just talking about like i don't know what she would personally do in that situation because as someone who works with kids with disabilities or people with disabilities Mm -hmm. she like sees how oh and you know what the the thing that they're really taking out of like she says multiple times 
it is case by case in every situation yeah. I'm willing to like hear you out I'm not saying that it's like immediate I believe that this is a conversation that yeah. has to be had with a partner and she's like it's not my choice alone obviously like I would incorporate you into that decision which by the way it kind of is her choice alone because <laughs> she's the one who's a birth baby yeah. but I think like I completely understand what she says and it's like such a mature thing yeah. to be like we would obviously have that conversation it would be like I'm not saying that anything is like by default, like the next day's decision. And he's just totally throwing yeah. that out of it. The, like there's so much that Nancy is so calm and level headed and patient about. And Bartice is just like trying to start some shit. Yeah. He doesn't even care what she has to say. He just wants to fight her. On exactly. Him. And so in the reunion episode oh, also, it comes boy. out that like the next day or something, he was seen with this like tall blonde girl and like people took like photos of them together on a yacht. And then he goes like, I'm after not... the wedding or after the abortion after the wedding, like after the, yeah, 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 dude, I know. And then, and then everyone's like, you know, the timing is a little questionable yeah, because you were at overlap the... literally. So it's like one thing he's like you know I, I we were done after that like i didn't understand like what else there was to do and like nancy also after the wedding she goes like i'm done with this like i'm never gonna be with you again you said no that's enough for me like we're not gonna good. be good i know and then so he basically is like well so it was such a final breakup that like what do you care what i do with my life after that and everyone was like okay but the timing was like a little concerning you were at the altar yeah 24 to 48 hours ago and that's how, like a little how are you intense already out with this girl which I'm really like, tells you she's in those dms or he's in those dms and also like it was just a show to him yeah oh for sure totally like you can almost tell that he like lost interest halfway through you know wow. yeah so that's nancy and fucking bartice and her brother really went to like good beat him up <laughs> good i know <laughs> it was so weird Oh my god, also in their union, Mac goes, you know, Colleen does so much. I just want everyone at home to know how much Colleen does. She like wakes up at six AM, go does whatever, goes to the gym, goes to her, comes back, does her marketing job, goes to the ballet, cooks, cleans, whatever the or what no, are he you cooks? doing, Matt? I don't know. Yeah, maybe he cooks. I don't fucking know. Oh. But like he just says like, Oh, she does so much in a day. And I was like, What a weird thing to say. And Colleen's like, Yeah. And I just had to I, say that. I bet I was like, though. What? I bet it's because people were like, she kept. They kept saying she's a ballet dancer and she oh, doesn't do anything else. Yeah. I bet that's related to that. That's and true. he was trying to like be supportive. That's true. That's true. I think that's right, probably yeah. where that comes from because everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. And then they were doing research into her, and they were like, "You don't even like. You're not even that into <laughs> ballet or whatever." It's true. Yeah. Can we also talk about how? Because you would have watched this part, but like how Colleen's whole thing was like she's happy or whatever the fuck or like she doesn't have depth do you remember how that was like oh a point? yeah like why cole didn't want to be with yeah. her and why that other yeah who, who else was it i don't, I don't know. know someone else was like i just feel like i can't get deep with you mm. yeah which i guess i kind of believe but also i'm like it was i don't know so if i odd. believe i, I bet it's the guys she's with oh yeah like well, i bet it's just she just feels like she can't open up to them totally. because they're all gonna be judgmental as fuck yeah and I don't know. I guess I just mean I believe it in the sense that I'm like, look, think about the premise of the show. It's literally you have to like bare your heart and soul in like five business days. Oh, yeah. How, so I'm how, like, is, how is anyone supposed to be able to do that? Like you're literally trauma bonding. Yeah. Like how deep do you want her to go when she's just kind of like. This is why Love is Blind would operate so well as a lesbian show you're because so, lesbians love to trauma so bond. Right. It's so true. And then my last just to round off with fucking Zenith oh, yeah, Cole. Cole and Zenith. There is something 
you, you need to know about the reunion reunion episode okay. that made me really question the whole thing. I think Cole, most of the show was like, what the fuck are you saying? What the fuck are you doing? Like, you I guys clearly was like, are you bipolar? Oh, and yeah. Like, smiling about it. Like, Weird fucking thing to say. Yeah. Just, you know what it is? You guys are incompatible. Yeah. And instead of just saying that, you're saying all this passive aggressive shit towards each other <laughs> that is so childish and like uncreative and like hard to watch yeah because you clearly don't like each other you clearly don't get along just call it what it is yeah you know wasn't there a whole thing at the reunion because i didn't i heard that like the girls ganged up on cole but i didn't actually know what happened so i'll give cole this one little thing i'll toss him this one little bone they blow up in the reunion episode because they're talking about this moment about when um they were about to go to dinner and Zeneb is like eating these little like cuties, these like orange cuties, like clementines. And she's eating like a couple or whatever. And he's like, Oh my God, are you going to have like all that? Like, don't like, we're going to have dinner later. Like whatever else, the way that she describes it. And like the way that like you hear it from the girls or like whatever else you're like, Holy fuck. Like let her have these two oranges before dinner. What the hell is wrong with you? But then they show you the raw unedited footage, like the full clip. Gabby, it's such that sounds like a something stress. my mom would say to me yeah like, but it's so totally and i'm there I mean, like a fine way though like yeah oh, exactly don't, you don't want to be full before exactly. you go to dinner it's so that moment i was like the producers are actually idiots for putting this clip in <laughs> because it <laughs> so solidifies to you that everything in the show is just normal shit yeah. but they are cutting it in such a way and they are really asking them to amp up or like dramatize these nothing moments that like the show wouldn't be the show without it like if they didn't play it up but there are these nothing moments literally like she's they're both snacking in the kitchen they're both eating like he's eating with her too or like whatever they're having something and then he's just like being jokey and like sing-songy and whatever else and he's talking about how like oh they'll go see her family in london and like they'll do like the rest of the wedding there because like a lot of her family's there blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then she's like getting these like cuties and then he's like whatever like oh don't be too full because we're gonna have like a big we're gonna have like a big dinner tonight he's like getting excited about the dinner mm-hmm. and he's being like oh my god like save your excitement or appetite for that so we can like really properly eat like that's what he's saying honest to god and i'm not one hand on god to defend a man <laughs> i am not one to defend a man but in that moment i was like this is so clearly you guys just like reading into shit that you want to hear and Zinup goes yeah she says something about like being her and he's like what do you mean and like she's like oh you don't want to know what i mean and it's like don't be crypt like you yeah. know just be like cold don't be a fucking idiot don't tell me what i can and cannot eat before dinner that simple yeah and also he didn't mean it that way you can tell and it was just mm-hmm. so it was the last ep- the last scene of the last episode and i finished that show and i was like the show is <laughs> fucked because the raw that's the, way they left that's it? the last scene of the last episode that's so fucking weird it really it's like nail in the coffin in the sense where i'm like you just prove to everybody that pretty much every interaction is as mundane as this, but that it's cut in such a scandalous way that it makes the whole thing feel cheap. Yeah. Yep. Not that it isn't. Not that you're going into it being like, wow, this is going to be the best TV I've ever fucking watched. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I know what I'm getting myself into, but give me yeah something yeah that was fucking love is blind my i promise you if i had an apple watch right now my blood pressure would be like (laughs) high i think fran is here is mom back is mom back 
Wait, come say hi to everybody, Fran. Yes, come say hi. Hey, what's up, homie? <laughs> we have name dropped you so many times in this pod that I'm like, people need like a face to a name. Um, should we jump into our song of the yes, week? Yeah, song of the week. I'm just gonna move this down. Um, should we I like? Know what your song is. Yeah, you've... Marvel even knows what our song of the week is. Fuck at this point. Um, okay. so song of the week. Um, Maff and I have the same song this week because it's literally incredible. Um, also like the whole EP it's Mm -hmm. by Ray the song is Escapism Mm -hmm. um, by Ray and also 070 Shake Mm -hmm. and it's just so good it's just so good and I actually you know what now that we're doing like re-recording this because we fucking like fucked it up the first time the one thing that I would really like to say is that her like lines in this I mean the music's really good too obviously like the music's fantastic but her lines are so witty yes like she has so many good like punchy fuck you lines in this that are so like I was genuinely floored yeah and I haven't been floored about a rap song like that since maybe damn Kendrick Lamar pink print Nikki CLB Drake those are my top three like wow i'm like it's like a quadruple entendre like it's not even like they are putting in like so many genius lines and this song could carry yeah as hard as them like if she made like a full rap album i would be so holy fuck yeah enraptured not that i am not already but oh my god and we enraptured we also bought tickets to her concert like literally two days ago or whatever so excited or yesterday actually Yes, yesterday. Yesterday. And they were 30 bucks. Yeah. So if you... Like if raise, after tax. That's crazy. Yeah. And she's releasing her new album... February. February. So if Ray is visiting your city, go buy go. a ticket expeditiously. Yes. I don't even care if you haven't heard the song yet. So go to the concert, discover her music there. Like, yes. Which actually, sorry, sidebar, I've been doing a lot of, of like going to concerts of people like I know maybe one song for... Matt Maltese. I know like one Matt Maltese, oh, yeah. maybe two. <laughs> But it's just nice to, like, go and vibe sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay, also, sorry, another sidebar. We're, like, at the Matt Maltese concert. It's, like, me, Gabby, and Tony. He, this guy opens his mouth and sings, like, one thing or says one <laughs> thing. Or he says, thanks so much, Toronto. Tony, a pale as a ghost, turns to us. She goes, he's British? And we're like, yeah. And for context, Tony, like, hates British people. Sorry, like, not to, like, whatever, expose you. But I, she would say this. She hates British people, and so she was like, "Cause he's British," and this is like she's the so first second of this. Yeah, yeah. It was like before. Honestly, I don't even know how she knew because he literally breathed into the microphone, and she was like, "He's British." I, know, I, I was know. like, "How the fuck did you? Were you able to tell I, that?" Truly, she's on high alert for it. She has a high sense of, and so and me and Gabby were like, "Yeah, like you know, are you gonna be okay? Like, should we leave?" Really? No, honestly, we were like, "Is this gonna be a, an issue? A like, are, we, is, are you okay?" to stand here for the next hour and she was like oh okay yeah and then afterwards we're like we're at a&w just like vibing or whatever and she's like guys that actually like i had to like the night was changed for me like i had to recalibrate what that experience was gonna be and like reset my expectations oh god i was like girl so funny so anyways when we were like going to this ray concert we're like do you want to go and i've literally had to be like just so you know she's british like just so you're (laughs) mentally prepared she is a brit she is a brit (laughs) so we don't have a repeat of matt (laughs) multis Anyways, without further ado, here is Escapism Ray and 070 Shake. Eat your heart out, because you know we are. So good. Sneezing and teasing, I'm sitting on them. Oh, 
still dripping on him. I met him at the bar, I was 12 or something. I ordered two more wines, cause tonight I want him. A little context if you care to listen. I found myself in a position. The man that I love sat me down last night and he told me that it's over. Done decision. I, it's a dumb decision, but I think dumb decision is better. So, you know, Ray, if you're watching, change the lyric. She gives us everything in this song. She gives oh us everything. Every genre. And her range is crazy good. Give me my symptoms, doctor. I wanna feel. Talk this joint, how I'm blowing this thing. Back to my ways like 2019. 24 hours since my ex did that. Like a new man on me, it's about to get sweaty. Excuse my state, I'm as high as your hopes that you'll make it to my bed. Get me hot and scissors. If I take a step back to see the glass half full, at least it's the part of two piece that I'm tripping in. Here's the outro because I think we can skip over 070 Shakes, but I we love you, 070 Shakes, but whatever. We're gonna call any of this This is the outro of the song. And when you were listen with headphones, incredible. It goes like ear to ear. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck I am or who's driving the fucking car, speaking down the highway, sipping. Mixing pills at the liquor car, fuck these things. I left everyone I love on red. Uh-huh. Spilling secrets to the stranger in my bed. Uh-huh. I remember nothing, so there's nothing to regret. Uh-huh. Other than this 4 4 kick drum pounded in my head. Mm. When she says the mm at the end, too, I'm like, that's right. Oh, I feel it in that. my bones. I know. Yeah. And the live performance of her doing that song. Yes. Like, oh my god. She's like, Give me some brass. Yes. Okay, we're going to link that to you. You have to listen to both. Oh, <laughs> That's your homework for this week. <laughs> so good. That's a signing um, I know. work. I, listen, I both want to gatekeep the song and... Like, show it to every person on planet Earth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I don't know how to feel. And that's when you know a song is good. When you're like, I want to be the only person who knows about the song, but I also need everybody to hear the song. Because by principle, like, yes. she deserves it. Fuck. Yeah. And that's yeah. the episode. It's on Slaylist Playlist. Find it down below. Yes. Add it to your little Spotify. Um. Oh, my God. And sorry, actually, sidebar, if anybody knows where the meme is <laughs> from the, the fucking cover art for this playlist the these faggots for my friends oh, if yes. you know where that's from can you tell me because i found it on the internet i thought it was the fucking funniest thing alive and i made it the cover art and i added it to like all my fucking group chats and i don't know where it's from so if you know where it's from please, please comment yes um and have a good week bye yes. guys bye